on with the show. It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I am one half your dynamic duo of the nerds. I'm the nerd and Elon. Nerd out. How the hell are you doing today? I'm fine, man. Yeah. A little bit of showboating, a little bit of fucking showmanship to get to your seat before the show started today. Trying to get me off my game. But I'm a professional. <laughs> I'm here. I didn't do anything. How the hell are you doing? What's going on? I'm fine, man. Yeah. Not yeah. up to anything. It's a fucking lazy-ass day today. That's all it is, man. It's another fucking day of just sitting around doing nothing. I'll tell you what, though, man. The weather is so fucking bitterly cold out there. It's really making me contemplate moving down south even further. I'm thinking we got to do it. We got to do it eventually. There's nowhere else to go. Do you feel like the same thing would happen, though, if we moved further south? It would be nice for the first year, and then it would just follow us. Yeah, we'll just get used to it, and we'll still be cold. Oh, God, man. What was it this morning? I went to the store this morning. It was like 30 degrees. (laughs) <laughs> fucking a nice layer of caked on ice on the fucking windshield of the car and I'm like Jesus man it's like New York all over again mm-hmm. even the policies are starting to fucking follow us down here that's how bad it's getting but we're not gonna let it get us down today what have you been watching what's new uh, um, what have I been watching I watched One Tree Hill but I'll wait until you get to that and then I watched two more episodes of Rewind the 90s um, don't remember which ones they were though. <laughs> the one with the beanie babies, I remember watching that one, oh, and then God. another one. Um, I have one left. I have the the very last episode to watch. And did then, they do it better in the VH1? People did. Remember, I love the '90s. Did they do it better? Oh, I miss those. And I'm sure it's the same shit on this. Just it is different people talking just, about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is, but it's still good. And then I was looking for something else to watch because. The last time we recorded, I was like eight episodes ahead of you on One Tree Hill. Yeah. And I didn't want to keep going that far ahead. Just go. <laughs> Just keep fucking going. <laughs> so I'm like, i got to find something else to watch. And I found this new show on Netflix. It's a limited uh, series. It was only eight episodes, and I literally just finished it. And it was called um, Fool Me Once. And it was so freaking good. It was like a like a murder mystery type thing, and this is not a spoiler because it's in the trailer. But like this woman loses her husband, her her husband is murdered and shot and killed or whatever, and then her friend comes over and gives her like um like a nanny cam type thing, yeah, and she sets it up so she can watch her young daughter when she's not home, so she can check in on her or whatever. And she's watching the footage and she sees her dead husband in it. And so it starts this whole thing, trying to figure out... So he's really alive. What the fuck happened and like, was it really him? Blah, blah, blah. So it it was... I'm not going to say any more than that. But each episode was really good because it it would end and like another piece of the puzzle would come out. And I'm like, fuck, got to watch the next episode. (laughs) Sounds interesting. So it, it was really good. Eight episodes and it had a good ending. 
Yeah, only so, eight episodes. That's right yeah. up my alley. Shit. Yeah, it, it was good. I, I like shows like that where you have to kind of, like, you're trying to figure out what exactly is going on and put all the pieces oh, together. Oh, it sounds like it's full of flashbacks. No. It's not no, good. Flashbacks. She's no, just no. trying to figure out what, like... I hate when fucking TV shows do that, and they give you no indication when the flashback is. Yeah, some, no. some shows do it better, where it's like a different color, the screen, or there's cool like, summer did that. Like, or, it was like a clouds shape. around it or something, you know. Yeah, Vampire Diaries did a good job of it. Mm-hmm. One Tree Hill does not. <laughs> when it comes to those flashbacks, it's like you're supposed to fucking guess. But whatever, we'll get into that. What else you been watching? That's it. That's it. Yeah, I, that was eight episodes, man. Oh boy! And then plus One Tree Hill and plus the yeah. Rewind the '90s. So I, I've been watching stuff. It's just well, you need to get off my fucking coattails here and find something else to watch so you, so you can report on something. Because I've been watching One Tree Hill and it turned into Saved by the Bell, the college years. That's what I've been uh, calling it now because it's like once they finish high school, I was kind of like you know worried about them. Like, what are they going to do? They did every single adult storyline in high school. In, June, in junior year, they nailed it. In the first season, they pretty much nailed every single central storyline to every TV show ever. And they repeated it at least twice in the first season alone, so you're already burned out of the show. I, I kept going with it. Second season was good. Third season was good. Fourth season was good. So I'm like, what the hell are you going to do now? And they finally graduated. They got the prom done. They went to two proms. Yeah. Had a graduation. And all this other stuff happened. And then I'm like, all right, let's see what's going on in season five. And this is the first episode. And they did something I was begging for them to do. And they time jumped. Mm-hmm. This show, I mean, I normally I hate time jumps. I hate when they go, all right, five years later, ten years later, and you're like, what the fuck happened, you know? And this one, I was begging for it. Because it, it needed to happen to make sense. Because the shit they were doing in high school, they, they shouldn't have been doing. And now they're like 22, 23 years old. And it just it just hopped right into it. It was like four years, six months, and some change. Everybody's got careers now. Some people are trying. Some people are succeeding. Some people are failing. The babies are getting older now, and everybody's got a little personality. It shows where people where people are, and it does a really good explanation in that first episode of tying things together. So you already feel like you didn't miss anything, even though they did the time jump. So far, so good. They're handling it very well. And I, I forgot where I'm at. Maybe you can tell me where I'm at in season five because I, I don't know where I'm at episode-wise. You're on episode 10. You haven't started at episode 10 yet. So, so no spoilers, please. More than He's halfway through. Season five, episode 10. Yeah. <clears throat> haven't watched it yeah. at all. Like at all today. So I don't know where you're going to end up. but. <laughs> so I'm, I'm far enough into the season yeah. now where I and can I'm say. And I'm on eight. So I'm two yeah. behind you. I can say they're doing a pretty damn good job so far. Yeah. Of, uh, of doing it. I mean, it, it, it's... It's a different show now. It's a complete 180 from what it was. I mean, they're not in school anymore, but they're still doing the basketball stuff. I don't know how much I can say because I know know people like to watch along, you know, and see what's going on with it. I don't want to spoil anything, but, like, they they, they didn't answer a lot of the questions that I feel like they should be answering. Like, where's where the fuck is Dan? They haven't really showed him. Where's Deb? They haven't showed her. They've shown Dan, unless you were out cooking. They've shown him. They they showed him for like a second. He 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 was in jail, but it's like, what's going to happen with this guy? You know, like they haven't really done anything. He was in every single episode the first four seasons, and he was only in like two scenes so far. And I'm ten episodes in. I'm just enjoying it for what it is, and I actually kind of like the show better this way with them being adults, even though they they're falling into the soap opera mindset of everyone's super successful. You know. Some people aren't successful, but, they, but they're still living better than the average person. Like, no one's really struggling, you know? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It, it's not, not a bad show, but 
I'm really excited to talk about 1883. That show, man. He got the title right. Only because I literally <laughs> just put it in the notes. <laughs> wow. I'm on the last episode, which is phenomenal. It's a 10 episode thing here, and it shows how the Duttons got their ranch and everything. And I still haven't seen how they got in the ranch, even though I have a, I kind of have an idea. I don't know if it's a spoiler if I go into too much detail on this, but I don't care. You have a, it's you have been your, out a few years. Yeah, you have your warning here. So their daughter, I'm thinking the farm is going to be where she dies, like where she, because because he said wherever she dies is where we're going to stay. So I'm thinking she's going to die. They're going to settle down there, and that's going to become the Dutton Ranch. That that's what I'm thinking. It's a really fucking good show, and I wish there was more of it, man. Mm-hmm. I really do. I wish there was more of this. I want them to do 1884, 1885, 1886. I want to see everything. See, that's how I felt when I when I finished it. I'm like. I need more. I want to see them. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I want to see them building and stuff like what it became because we know yeah. what it became. Mm-hmm. I want to see it get there. So I, I don't know. And they did come back like six months later and say that they were they were going to do more episodes, not a season, but like a couple episodes. 1883 of 1883. But then they went and did fucking 1923, and mm-hmm. then they did. Um, the they're doing the sixes, and they're doing. There's another spinoff. I can't remember. The, there's so many spinoffs. I can't even keep track of them. Yeah. And they said that they're not going to do the extra episodes for 1883 until all that other stuff was done filming, and they haven't even started filming Yellowstone. Oh man, they spread so themselves too it's thin. It's like at this point, it's been years, so just yeah. let it go. Yeah. And maybe they just won't go back to it. But I remember them saying they were going to do like three more episodes. I'm sick of it. Why does everything have to be a fucking universe now? I don't, it's, Everything. Too, it's too much. It's, like, it's too good. much. It's just, it's really good. Like God, man, just do one at a time. It's too, it's too much to keep track of. It's just, it's, it's ridiculous, man. It's not like a Marvel or a DC where it makes sense to have universes because everyone's got these different powers and shit. But on a TV show like Yellowstone, I mean, it's cool to see a prequel. It's cool to see like things after the prequel. That's okay to see like what led to what you're watching. But do we need to see a Jimmy show? Do we need to see a fucking hot blonde show or whatever the fuck her name was on this thing? Mm-hmm. We need to sing a cowboy to have his own universe, Rip and Beth have their own. That, that's what they would probably end up doing. And it's like, come on, man. You're watering this shit down. The Walking Dead is suffering from that now because the ratings aren't so hot for all these shows. They've got too many people spread out too many different directions, you know, and that's what It's they're... all over the place. And it's crazy. Like I was telling you when I was watching 1883, I literally had the fucking family tree pulled up. Yeah. I'm like, who are these people again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I will look at the tree. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then 1923, I did the same thing. I'm like, okay, so what branch of the tree is this? Yep. <laughs> it's so confusing. I don't know. The accuracy, though, of 1883 was really spot on. They nailed the dialect. Because I, I was going back and I was like, oh, they're speaking this, this random like Native American language. And I was being, you know, I had Google up as I was watching it. And they were like, yeah, this is, they were using like real words. They were using a real language. It wasn't like mumbo jumbo or anything. Um, they kept it down to the accuracy of the girls having armpit hair. It, mm-hmm. it, like, it was that accurate. Um, the one chick, she got shot with an arrow and like lost her mind because they poisoned it. And, and then she fell in front of the guy and he was like, I got to put you out of your misery. And then as she put her head down, you see part of her fucking scalp like flat because they were trying to skin her, the Indians. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, this is fucking good, man. They, they yeah. nailed it. It is so good. And I was uh, playing Red Dead Redemption too because it got me right in the mood to play Cowboy. I'm like, I got to download the Cowboy game again. I got to play Cowboys. And as I'm playing it, I'm, I'm watching the show and playing it. And, and like shot for shot almost, you can see, because Red Dead Redemption does the Cowboy stuff better than any video game ever. 
And you got a TV show better than any other TV show ever with the whole cowboy lifestyle. And they're, they're both the same thing. And it was so good. The traveling caravans, you know, and, and it's this kind of stuff that you see in the video game. And mm-hmm. I fucking love it, man. I love the Western stuff. I'm so, like, high on the Westerns. I'm going to watch the 1923 next. Yeah. And then after that, uh, some things were suggested based off of what I was watching. I'm like, oh, another Western. Add to my list. So I'm going to be a knee-deep in Westerns for a while. <laughs> I am so fucking excited, man. This one, I don't know, man. Normally I'll go in phases with, with stuff, but I'll, I've been on the Western kick for well over a year now. Mm-hmm. Maybe two. I don't even know how long it's been I've been talking about it. I've been, I, I started with something, and then it threw me down the Western rabbit hole. I don't know what the fuck it was. Oh, Tombstone. Yeah, yeah. I watched Tombstone. Right. I was like, I'm sold on this shit, man. I'm, I'm right back into it. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there you go, man. It was really good stuff. I haven't been really watching much else. I took a three-day weekend from work, so I'm starting to run out of days. I got to fucking start conserving these things. It's, have you worked this month or oh, the last man. in the last thirty days? How many days have you worked? Six. It's really nice. It's really so nice funny. to not work and still get paid. I'm just running out of these fucking days. I got to chill out and actually do the damn job now. But one thing I was noticing though is that you know the weather's really fucking cold, but football season's almost over, and that always signifies a turn of the weather here where we are. Mm-hmm. So we don't have much longer, and then the weather's going to start getting nicer. So that's one good thing to keep in the back of your mind here as you're thinking about the dog days of winter and people are getting hit with snow. Just think of it this way. When you're buried under you know, 10, 11 feet of snow, just just think that the nerds are going to have a nicer winter starting probably <laughs> the next three to four weeks from now, and things are going to get better for us. Just think about that as you guys are fucking going to shovel your driveway so you can get the fucking work. <laughs> Driving five miles an hour on a road, fucking barely moving. Get the fuck out of here. Are you ready to get into some topics here? Yeah. I'm excited, man, to get into some stuff here. And I had a lot of fun on the Friday show. A lot of new faces were popping into the chat, so we appreciate you guys finding the show and, and, and uh, you know, following us and whatnot. And we're going to be doing this uh, every Friday, 6 o'clock, so I'm having a good time with these live shows. So I just wanted to say thanks to the people that jumped in there. And I got some crazy shit today. I don't know what you got. Do you got anything nice? Um, nothing nice. I do have an update, though, on one of the stories that I did last week. All right, let's hop on into it here. And, uh, man, these fucking schools. New York City, uh, a girls' high school basketball game, came to an abrupt halt on Thursday after players on one team verbally attacked their Jewish opponents using anti-Semitic slurs and playing so rough that several players were injured on the court. So they were playing like fucking battle ball here. They were throwing elbows. They were you know, pulling hair. It was like they were fighting. It was like TV basketball, you know? So the girls' varsity team from the LaFell School, a private Jewish school, traveled to Yonkers to play against the local public school, Roosevelt High. But when they took to the court, players said that they encountered more hateful comments and slurs than they ever had before. And you know why this is happening, right? Mm-hmm. So throughout the first half of our game against Roosevelt High School in Yonkers, there was a somewhat hostile environment, with substantially more jabs and comments thrown at the players in our team than what I had experienced in the past, senior Robin Bosworth wrote in an op-ed for the Lions' roar. Despite this, our team chose to let their aggressiveness uh, fuel us into the second half of the game as we continued to pay, uh, play passionately. So after halftime, the situation got much worse, noting by the third quarter some of our teammates had been badly injured because of how roughly Roosevelt was playing. Why weren't they getting called out on it? I don't know, man. They I, have referees, don't they? 
You're supposed to, but the thing is, like a lot of these referees are home cooked, and especially in high school sports, they're, they're yeah, like friends they of the coaches the game and or, shit. or do something. Like, there's got to be something that could have been done. You would think so. If you're watching that go down, like all these people are getting injured. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're like, obviously doing it on purpose. Yeah, basketball is so, not a very physical sport. You know, you don't think people are gonna. It's not like football. If, if football half the team gets hurt in, the, in a game, you're like, oh man, that's tough. Yeah. But a basketball, you're like, wait, something's going on here. Yeah, it would be weird. Yeah, very. So weird. So you would think that they would would have done something. Yeah. Well, you, well, you would think they would do something when even weirder people are just passionately fucking having heart attacks in the middle. They're putting their hands like they're Shakespearean and shit, falling down the middle of fucking court, heart attacks due to something that they won't talk about. But members of our team started to get injured from the other team's uh, physical style of play. At the end of the quarter, players in the opposing team started shouting free Palestine and other anti-Semitic slurs and curses at us. Oh my God. Yeah. So the, the players consulted with coach John Tessitore and determined that the best course of action was to leave the game, which they did. So they did stop the game. Yeah, they, they, three quarters they, they, in. They were like, we're fucking done with this shit. They're getting fucked up. Which they did, but only after security guards ensured that they could exit the venue safely. Dude, that's fucked up. Man. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. Roosevelt's principal, Edward DeChent, apologized for his team's actions and was ready to work alongside the LaFell School to investigate and resolve the situation. So they're making apologies and they're, you know, basically just trying to run cover here in New York. Say, oh, well, this wasn't racially motivated. It was just because they have a they have a, a rivalry. But the players obviously are saying that this was racially motivated attacks because they're they're Jewish people, right? And people are chanting. Yeah. I mean, God, that's awful. Listen, man. I mean, these are kids. Like, they have anything to do with what yeah. the fuck is going? on. They're kids. They're kids in high school. They have no stakes in this war. It's just from <sighs> you know what their religion is, where they were, you know, so stupid. where their families came from, and whatnot. And you're attacking them over something that has nothing to do with them. Just because of who they are. Now, what if it was reversed? Because you got to think, this is a Yonkers school. Yonkers. So, I mean, predominantly, they're going to be minority. Yeah. What would happen if, if the tables were turned and the Israel kids, like they went to the Israel kids school, they were getting called the N-word. They went to that school and the Jewish people were, were throwing comments at them just because of who, who they you know, look like or what they look like or whatever. I'm, I'm sure the situation would be a lot different, you know? The action will be a lot swifter. I just don't understand why the Jewish people are allowed to get openly hated on here. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't understand. This was allowed to go on. They had to stop the game themselves. Like, hey, we are tired of getting beaten up. No one's protecting us here. You would think that pe- that players would get thrown out. Like, you know, you guys forfeit the game if you keep playing this way. It, but instead, they had to pull the plug. And if there's a referee and security guards there. Like, I just don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't get it that the coach had to be like, yeah, okay, we're done. When there's all these other people that could have stopped it. Mm -hmm. It's just, that's all just weird. Yeah, it's just, it's really ridiculous because you got to think about it this way. What would happen if the the kids from Yonkers went to that school and they were throwing racially aggressive comments at them? Yeah. Because it could easily have happened. Right. It's really fucked up, man. And the thing is, the saddest part about it is that these kids have no idea why they're calling in these names. They're just doing it because they have a fucking card to do so now. You know, it's like, here, you guys have free right to say it because it's the right side. This is the side that we support. So you guys can say whatever the fuck you want, I guess. I don't know. So dog shocks a Pennsylvania family by chowing down on $4,000 in cash. Who the fuck has $4,000 in cash in their house? Some people. <laughs> what would you do if... I mean, I would be pissed if there was I, $5 I, I, on the fucking table and rate that shit. Yeah, no. 
Why would you just have four thousand dollars randomly sitting out in your account? I just there's it's got to be there for nefarious reasons. I mean, who no, the hell has that much money on? They're getting their fence done, and the fence people wanted cash. Really? So the fence people, a little shady. Why do you want cash? Hmm. That's what I read because I actually had this story and didn't put it down. So I'm glad you have it. We'll see what happened here. A Pennsylvania couple's home improvement funds nearly went to the dogs when their pup made a snack out of a large sum of cash they pulled out to pay for the job. It was shredded all over the room. Carrie Law of Pittsburgh told Fox Digital about the money. There was one area that was decently covered in bills. Some had little puncture marks from him biting into it. And a lot of it was missing, so we kind of figured he'd probably swallowed a good chunk of this money as well, said his owner. Cecil, a seven-year-old golden doodle, had never done anything like this before. That's why it was kind of shocking, said the owner. He's such a goofy dog and such a sweetie. He's 100 pounds and he's kind of a lap dog. He loves leaning on people and getting belly scratches. A lot of people describe him as being a human inside of a dog's body. $4,000 they'd just taken out of their bank account. They'd been sitting on their kitchen counter for about 30 minutes. We were planning on paying a landscaping project in cash. So yeah, you were right there. I was working at the other end of the house and all of a sudden they hear my husband Clayton yelling that Cecil has eaten the money. It just didn't even register because he's never done anything remotely like that in his life. I thought my husband was joking. It was not making any sense, and I ran out there, and obviously it happened. Law said Cecil just stood there looking at him and didn't seem phased at all by his actions. We just called the vet to see what they'd recommend. <laughs> Fucking eight man. So I, I guess they were saying that the ink on the money could have possibly poisoned him and made him sick. Oh. But the dog's okay, and apparently they were going through his shit. Yeah. Recover some of this money and they clean some of it out and they got some of it back, but not all of it. So they've got about $3,500 back because they bought the bills to the bank and they gave them about $3,500 yeah. back. So the bank took money covered in shit <laughs> and dog shit. That's oh. terrible, man. I yeah. would be so pissed off. Yeah. I would be so mad. Mm. We don't, like, we only have one dog that chews like that one one that would do it and she drives me she when she, we first got her man she drove me fucking ape shit she would chew like the corner of the wall the mm -hmm. legs of the chairs and it's just like what are you doing finally she stopped that but you give her any freaking toy any dog bed yep. any blanket anything it's gone demolished no, fucking idiot, like man. i just like why why are you doing that we've tried the apple cider spray we've tried all the the stupid I'm remedies sure fuck she don't give a crap, man. No. She's like, give me this. Oh, I can chew on it. Fuck like, it, man. no. She probably doesn't gnaw on herself. Oh, my God. Like, what are you doing? Chews everything. Dude, my friend's dog would do that, man. Like, chewing its own fucking arm and shit. Maybe it was itchy or something. It was a weird... Well, their house was dirty, man. They had, like, fleas and shit in their fucking house. So this dog would, like, have, like, chunks of its fucking fur missing. Ugh. Yeah. And then it was like chewing itself, I guess, it was itching so bad, it was like chewing its own arm. It was disgusting, man. The dog, all the dog wanted was to get loved. Yeah. So we'd be outside, like, throwing the ball around or something, the dog would come over to us to get pet, we'd be running away from the motherfucker, because it was so nasty, we didn't want to touch it, because we'd catch the mange. <laughs> catch the fucking mange from that dog, man. $4,000, man. I'd, I'd kill Punky. I, I would just, I don't know what I would do, be like, oh my god, four yeah. grand. Oh man, I I'd be I more do. mad at myself for just leaving it carelessly out there. Yeah, so stupid. But then again, it is your house. You don't expect it to go fucking missing. You don't think it's gonna happen. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. This is this sucks. No fuck them. Oh, they got it back. They got a lot of it back from the bank. Well, they were out five hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh well, big fucking deal. Just keep checking your dog's shit. That's I'm terrible. sure. I'm sure it'll turn up. I mean, that dog must have been in pain. 
Yeah. It, it, sitting in its stomach for like days trying Not to get out. as much of those owners. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, a man crashed his car outside a Bass Pro Shop in Alabama, stripped down to his birthday suit, and plunged into the giant aquarium inside the store. Mm. People do this a lot, man. <laughs> they do. They do this all the time. The ordeal happened Thursday night in front of a shop in front of shock shoppers in a town just outside Birmingham. The 42-year-old Alabama man uh, did a cannonball leap into the aquarium and then stood under a waterfall. He left the water to yell at two officers, then dove back into the aquarium. Police said. So he was having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. The man eventually climbed over the side of the aquarium and fell to the concrete floor below. Police then approached him. He faces several charges, including public lewdness, disorderly conduct, and criminal mischief. The man was in the water for about five minutes before officers arrived. I've never been in one of these stores. Me neither. But we keep getting stories about these aquariums. I think it was like two weeks ago, someone stole like a big-ass 50-pound fish or something from it. Yeah, right? Something, something like that. They did something. They, someone up. stole something from the place. I don't know. People keep doing weird stuff to this, this store. Well, that's what they do, man. It's like a it's like a dare. There was a movie where they did it too, where they ran into the place and they jumped in there and swam. They got taken out. It was just like a thing that people do once in a while. Like like once a year, a couple people weird. do this. So he crashes car and then gets yeah. naked. Yeah, it's <laughs> I, it's it's like there's an online community. They plan on doing it, and then they go do it, and a bunch of videos come out and shit. And there's one day they fucking plan on doing it. And the story is like they're, they're, he was standing under the waterfall. Like, how big is this place? I, <laughs> that's I crazy. I have no idea why. I don't know. I don't know why. So people just do this stupid shit, man. That's what they. I don't know. Oh, goodness. They go on like Meetup dot com and they fucking like, hey man, it's like the flash mob shit. So we'll go to Bass yeah, Pro Shops and we'll fucking yeah. just bombard their stores at this time. We'll just do it, man. <laughs> idiots. Well, speaking of idiocy, mask mandates return to hospitals in New York City and several other states amid the rise in COVID and flu cases. So mask mandates are back. Remember before where it used to, like, just be a thing where, like, you would just see somebody wearing a mask and it was just like, oh, whatever. Yeah. And then the COVID shit happened, and then the mandate. Now it's like you can't just have a choice now. Now they just mandate it. It was never mandated until COVID. Now all of a sudden they have that power, and they're just never going to let that little bit go. So apparently a lot of states are now uh, mandating the mask, which is complete bullshit. And you can't even go. And down here in South Carolina, they're doing it as well, where you can't even go into a damn hospital without a fucking mask. What do you think about this? Is do you, Stupid. Does this make you fear that they're going to bring it back again? No. I don't care if they do. We didn't. We didn't follow it, the rule when it, they did it here. Mm-hmm. So I don't care. I, I would be horrified if I was in New York. Oh yeah, like, immediately. Yeah, like my sister couldn't do anything. Like yeah. we we just walk. We literally would just walk around like whatever. Yeah. People would stare at us like we're morons, but I was not wearing a fucking mask. No. Fuck a man. <laughs> like whatever. Like I just I don't know. It doesn't bother me. Bring it back. I don't care. I'm not going to fucking do it. The thing is, is like. I feel now every day that they're like any day now that they can pull the shit again. Yeah. I feel I feel like they're going to pull it like any day now. Ever since they lifted the the mandates and you stopped hearing about it as much, I'm like any day now they're going to pull the shit again. Mm-hmm. Because they got that little taste of that power, like that we can make people do whatever the fuck we want. Because you took people's souls and you pushed them to the point of like putting f- fear of life or death into them and seeing how they would react. And now you know. 
So now they know they're gonna they're they're gonna do it again, and this could be them like getting the feelers out there, like how many masks are we gonna see? And I, and I guarantee you, they got like moles on the ground in New York. Yeah. Hey, uh, you guys seen a lot of masks there? No. Oh, all right. People in New York aren't falling for it. Fuck it. Plan aborted. But if you see everybody wearing masks, all right, let's uh, move this a little bit further out there. Let's see if we can light some more states up. Let's ramp up the fear and let's push it back again. Let's People see how far we can go. Stop following the goddamn exactly. rules. Just do your own thing. That's the thing. You have to stop. A, like, you got to stop, stop doing blind. what they tell you to do because it's just they're going to keep on doing it. People need to be <clears throat> stand up and get sick of it. That's what they need to do. I remember those videos where there was like a cop going into like a restaurant and you had like a few cops with them or some shit. And the entire restaurant's full of everyone wearing masks. And then they're grabbing this one couple out that's not wearing the mask and they're kicking and screaming. There's a scene and everyone's got their heads down. Mm-hmm. These people are getting kicking and screaming. Imagine if the whole restaurant was kicking and screaming. The whole restaurant, they'd be, the cops would be like, oh, fuck this. And they'd probably walk out and be like, yeah, we need more people here. But then if everyone in the street stood up and were like, yeah, we're not falling for this shit again. And if everybody stood up together, we're not falling for this shit. Yeah. There's a lot more of us than them. Got to stop complying. They, they don't think so. It's just, oh, fuck. I'm not going to be the one that does it. Everybody waits for that first person to stand up and say no. Yeah. And even when that first person stands up and says no, everyone else pulls out their phone and records them as they get the shit kicked out of them. Because no one else has balls anymore. But the new mandate applies to clinical settings such as hospitals, community health centers, and nursing homes. So it's not just hospitals. It's everywhere that they give any kind of health care. Yet research now shows convincingly that masks make little to no difference in curbing the spread of flu and COVID-like illnesses. The yeah, only, it didn't yeah. help last time. Yeah. Which was the whole thing. It never helped. It, it made never things, helped. People it were still getting sick. People, the numbers were still going up. So if, if it's not yeah. helping, why fucking bother wearing it? Those masks were annoying. Yeah. Do you want to know what the like, mask was? Ugh. The mask was a way to make you sick. So people would immediately think it was COVID. You go get a test. The tests were faulty and made everything COVID, even though it wasn't COVID. So all it did was artificially inflate these COVID numbers. That's all COVID did. The mask, that's all the mask did for you. It made you sick because you're breathing in this mask. People wearing the same mask for weeks on end. It was that same mask that's dangling in on your fucking uh, rear view mirror in your fucking car. You fucking take it down. You put it on. It's got lipstick on it and dirt and shit. You're putting it on back on because you're only going to use it for a minute. Yeah. You're, but you're breathing it in. You're breathing that shit in there. You're getting sick. You take that faulty test. Of course it's going to tell you you got COVID. A fucking pear that someone like squeezed the contents of a pear on a COVID test. It came back positive for COVID. How the fuck is this possible? So that's what they're doing. They're trying to get people to test to make people positive. That's all this bullshit is. As of Thursday, the seven-day new reported case average was just 2,131 out of a population of more than 8 million compared to nearly 40,000 a day, 20 times as many two years ago. So basically they're saying that people are getting sick, but it's nowhere near what it was. was, But yet they're still reinforcing the mask mandates because they just want you to fucking get... That's all they want. It's 2024, man. You know what's happening this year. It's an election year. Well, I'm not putting one on. They're starting in January. I'd rather stay home. And have the shit shipped to the house. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. not putting one on. I'm just not doing it. Yeah. They're annoying. The the first like month that we had to do it, like okay, mm. you know, they were annoying. They were itchy. Like just no, I'm not. And, I'm not doing that. And then then we were just sick of it and we stopped doing it. And it was the first time this has ever happened in in our history of life. This is the first time they've ever done it like this. We've never been told to stay in our houses because of this shit. Yeah. H1N1, remember all that shit? It, it, it was just there. Oh, swine flu. Okay, people just live their lives, remember? This was the first time they ever said you can't live your lives. Mm-hmm. It's that bad. On TV, they were showing fucking truckloads of people in China dying in the streets. Remember that shit? 
when I was at work and, and we got the call to close the store, I remember it, it was a feeling like a fucking A-bomb was going to hit. Everyone was like, what the fuck is going on? We are like, what is happening? And they sent us home and they were like, stay home. And then we saw the news, the way they were talking. First time we've ever seen this shit. Mm-hmm. But then very quickly, the ruse came out. And you're like, oh, this is bullshit. It didn't take long. It only took about a week for us to start thinking there's something shady going on. But then, you know, once you start seeing the cases and everything and you start seeing all the crap on TV, you start realizing this, none of it makes sense. And here we go again with this crap. So we'll see what happens. Just keep your fucking eyes out. Oh, did you see this one? This 48-year-old woman in Philadelphia, she died hanging from an iron gate, having her leg impaled at a sports complex bar in Philadelphia. Oh, my God. Holy shit. This is at a popular bar there, according to Fox 29 in Philly. She was found hanging from an iron gate at Xfinity Live, which opened in 2012. She said to them in climbing a fence or a gate outside the bar at around 2 a.m. at Saturday morning. So she was fucking wasted. Wow. She got impaled through the leg and was left dangling on a fence for as long as five hours before she was found and removed from the gate. Can you imagine hanging? No. With your leg impaled. I mean, I can. I'm, you're not just hanging there. It, it's, it's cutting into your fucking flesh the whole time. Yeah. Because you're hanging, your weight's pulling it, and you're hanging. Well, oh, my God. Yeah, no. Tanya Little of the Philadelphia Police Department told Fox 29 the woman had wounds on both legs and feet consistent with the gate. No other signs of trauma were observed, nor is foul play suspected. She was transported to the Methodist Hospital roughly a mile away, where she was pronounced dead at 8.45 a.m. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. The 76 was hosted the New York Knicks Friday night, the only event at the complex. Xfinity Live closed at 2 a.m. ET. It's uh, become the pregame and postgame hangout for Philly fans. So she was out there just fucking going nuts, man. Of course, the club didn't respond for comment. So she was out there completely shit-faced at 2 o'clock in the morning, obviously by herself, with no one to take care of her yeah. or help her out, you know. This well, everyone was there was probably man. shit-faced and wasn't yeah. paying attention and didn't know she was over there either, you know. Yeah. But that's why you don't do shit like this alone. You don't go out and get shit-faced no. alone. You got to have a friend or a partner or someone with you, man. Just someone to say, hey, man, maybe we shouldn't go fucking climbing the fence. Let's go in an Uber. <laughs> hey, bitch, get down off of there. No, no, no. Put your shoes back on. Come on, get down. Who climbs an iron fence? Like, I don't, I don't know. That's why you don't do you do not do dirt like this alone, man. you got to have someone to do it with you because this is what happens. You end up dying, hanging from a, like a fucking bat in a Japanese wet bar, man. You're just hanging... That's horrible. That's a Hanging terrible by your way wing to go, display. Man. That sucks. Ugh. I can only imagine what the hell she was thinking. She's probably just drunk and wandering. She's probably couldn't find the street, and then she saw a little bit of light, and was like, "Oh, there it is!" And she was behind a gate. Well, I got to get through. Oh, I'm gonna climb this thing. Probably slippery. So she took her shoes off. That's why she's got cuts all over her feet. Oh my Stepping god. on glass and shit. But she's drunk. She was. She, everything was a great idea. That's terrible. And she slipped and fucking... Oh, my God. I can only imagine that pain. Mm. That sucks, dude. Well, Philadelphia's got one less fan cheering for them this week <laughs> as the Giants get blown out in Philly. Well, the customer has filed a negligence lawsuit against Duncan, claiming he was injured by an exploding toilet at one of the coffee chain's locations in Central Florida. Mm. He blew it up. <laughs> That's what he can you imagine? Ugh. 
Uh, Paul, he's got a fucked up last name, so Paul Kuriak is seeking more than $100,000 in a lawsuit filed Wednesday in state court in Orlando, claiming he suffered severe and long-term injuries following the explosion of a toilet in the man's uh, bathroom of a Duncan location in Winter Park, Florida, a year ago. After the explosion <laughs> left him covered in human feces, urine, and debris, he walked out of the men's room seeking help from workers and a store manager, according to the lawsuit. Oh, my God. You see this guy There's walking one. towards you covered in shit. You're like, Dude, stay, stay back. He's just walking towards you. Like, help me. No. What was the sound <laughs> of this explosion? Like, how Ugh. did this happen? And then he walks out. Just completely covered in shit. Uh, An employee told him that they were aware of the problem with the toilet. Sir, (laughs) we know the toilet blows up, but for some reason it's still open to the public. Since there had been previous incidents, the lawsuit says, without diving into further details about the explosion. So it has happened before. So why don't they get a plumber and fix the plumbing, the pipes, there's something wrong there. How many men go in there (laughs) covered in shit? You're on a family trip? Hold on, let's use this gas station, honey. I'll be right back. Uh, When contacted (laughs) Thursday by email, for more details of his injuries, his attorney, uh, Scott Bradley, uh, said he was tied up and couldn't answer the questions until the following day. The Canton, Massachusetts-based company did not immediately respond to an email for comment. The lawsuit says that this guy mm. suffered bodily injury. Of course he did. And he has re- required mental health care and counseling since the oh, incident. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Sir, I shit in a kitty litter box now. I'm too afraid to use my own yeah, toilet. Yeah, he doesn't sit on the toilet anymore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like a cat's looking at him like, why is he shitting in my box? Dude, I can't even imagine. Dude, and man. then having to walk out of the bathroom into a I can only imagine him walking out with a stunned look on his face and he's got the toilet seat wrapped around his neck like a necklace and he's like, what happened? He's got toilet all over him. He's all Freaking pathetic. Shit. And then the employee Fucking goes, idiot. yeah, we know there's a problem. We've had yeah. other incidents. Dude. What do you want me to do about it? Dude, tell me something I don't fucking know. <laughs> Did you at least flush, sir? God. Like, come on. I soaked in urine. He says, "Fucking, can I need to speak to your manager?" That's awful. Oh my goodness gracious! All right. Oh boy, what do you? What would you do in this situation? My neighbor ordered my grand to rename her cat. They are so offended by the name. Oh Jesus! So naming a pet is difficult. However, it's always worth considering the very young children and random strangers on the street who will ask for your pet's name especially if you want to make the name unique. Unusual names can make for great conversation and also heated debate. One cat owner took rather unusual inspiration for her late husband's uh, uh, trait of flirting with any woman he came into contact with, which she says the cat shares, but has caused uproar with her neighbors. The cat owner's granddaughter revealed her grandmother named her cat Kitty Sluts. <laughs> <laughs> so if someone asks, you could just say Kitty. We just named it Kitty. She treats the five-year-old feline to a life of luxury, including $15 steaks for dinner. Damn. The grandmother has since come under fire for the inappropriate name with her neighbor demanding she rename her pet. The granddaughter went to Reddit and said, uh, he reminds her of my great, of my late great-grandfather. In her words, he's slim with shiny black hair and loves to play happy family with any bitches that gives him attention, especially the harlot down the road. 
<laughs> the problems began when new neighbors moved next door to the quirky elderly lady, and she started receiving anonymous letters which called out her inappropriate language. They even tried to get other neighbors involved to try to talk to her about it, which is how she found out about the letters. In her post, she said new neighbors moved in during December, a couple in their early 30s to late 20s with a baby. They sent my grandmother multiple anonymous letters about her inappropriate language. So this is where things exploded. After an incident in the garden where the mom was breastfeeding in her garden, the grandmother went outside to call at her cat. The grand- <laughs> she's just out there. Kitty sluts. Come here. It's time for dinner, kitty sluts. Oh, man. The granddaughter said it came to a head when the mom was feeding her baby in the backyard. And my grandmother called the cat to come in so I could drive her to uh, Asda. I guess that's a town where she lives. The mom yelled over the fence to my grandmother to stop saying the cat's name because it was a misogynistic word. She said my grandmother is her classic African grandmother, so it ended with the neighbors telling her to calm down. According to, <laughs> oh, my God. Can you mention some old kid? Remember the old lady that used to live across the street from us that would oh scream dirty God. jokes out off her fucking oh lunch? Oh, my God. She would sit out on her front porch yep. and just upstairs and yell down to the street these dirty, nasty jokes. Yep. And, like, my dad was like... Dirty jokes. And they were hilarious. She would tell some good, dirty jokes, man. My dad came over one time, and she's yelling out, yelling down to the street to him. Did he, he go over to talk to her? He comes upstairs and goes, you know, you got some kinky-ass woman over there. Yeah, man. The jokes. I knew one every time, too. She had a book of them or something. She was off the top of her head. Hey, man, young man, what happens when two men walk into them? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, some old lady, man. She was funny. So they gave her two options. Either change the cat's name or do not call him while she was outside. My grandmother told him no, and the mother tearfully told her that the uh, garden is the only place she feels at peace while breastfeeding. So now there's a, a, there, there's a war going on in the neighborhood. She's getting a petition assigned well, throughout the HOA to get her to change that cat's name because she's obviously insulting the whole neighborhood. That. You don't think there's a limit here? Like if your dog's name is Bastard? You can't do that. You can name your pet whatever you want. What? What gives a neighbor the right to make you change it? All right, so what if someone's cat was named Hitler? That's what I want to name my cat. And you're screaming, hey, Hitler. And <laughs> Down the street, come home, Hitler. But that's the name that I And chose. like you have black neighbors, and you're screaming, hey, Hitler. Sounds a lot like hail Hitler. You're screaming for your fucking, I mean. I don't know, but you can't. I don't know. I think this is reasonable. I No, I don't. Like, that, that, that's funny. And it, and it sounds like a, a woman I would get along with. Like that is I fucking know, hilarious. Man. I think I, th- I think I think there should be a limit. I mean, kitty sluts. <laughs> just because you can name your dog anything you want, it doesn't mean you should. Oh, God. I know there's some sentimentality here with the whole name thing here, but I, I feel like there should be a limit on this shit, man. I mean, that's just a little too much. It's just a little too much, don't you think? Oh, I think it's funny. All right, so uh, San Francisco is claiming. An area is specifically meant for doing drugs because downtown is for drug users, which is a pro-drug use campaign, appearing in San Francisco amid record overdose deaths. So flyers are promoting drug use there. They have flyers promoting drug use in San Francisco. Can I just say that again? They're fucking promoting drug use there. And criticizing cops are popping up in San Francisco's downtown area this week, posted by a group claiming to represent the drug users. A six-person group called the Drug User Liberation Collective posted the signs in the city's Tenderloin neighborhood, which is notorious for being rife with open-air drug use. How can a place be famous for drug use? That's like saying this place is famous for criminal activity 
boy, oh boy, I wish we had someone that could do something about criminal activity. If you know what's happening there... That's going to bring a lot of tourists in. Why wouldn't you just say, we know where the problem is, let's send in the National Guard. If the cops are too scared to do it, we'll send a National Guard and we'll clean that shit up in half an hour and then fucking, you know, make an example. Who cares? It'll save a lot of money because you're going to, you're going to revive an area, right? Well, you would think, but. How, it, it, that sentence blows my mind. This place is famous for drug activity. Okay. It's famous. So that means it's well known by everybody. So why are we stopping this? You know? Downtown is for drug users. Uh, drug users reads one of the very nice-looking signs. This isn't in crayon, man. This is like a very nice-looking sign that they made. Yeah, we buy drugs and do drugs here. A lot of us don't have housing, so we don't have a choice in the matter. The sign continued. It's you a don't very, have housing. Yeah. But yeah. you have money to buy drugs. And I understand there's a big price mm-hmm. difference there, but can you save your money? I mean, not really a big price difference. you got to figure a drug user is going to spend, like, what, $40, $50 a day. Right, so can you just keep yeah. it in your fucking pocket? And maybe yeah. you can actually get a hotel room or an apartment or something. Let's say they're spending $50 a day on drugs every day for seven days. That's $350. Yeah. A, and you got $700 every two weeks, $1,400 a month in drugs. That's enough for an apartment somewhere. Like, use your head a little bit, yeah. although they're on drugs, so they're not. But, like, I mean, that's what I would be thinking. Yeah. A lot of us are homeless. Well, then fucking save your damn money. Mm, shit, I would rather be in a house... Sober than out in the streets high. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <clears throat> it's very literally not hurting you, your business, or the economy, the sign continued. But it could seem like it because of all the stigma and misinformation out there about our drug usage. Oh, my God. Uh, the poster also <laughs> slammed Mayor London Breed by name, accusing the mayor of targeting our communities in order to build political power. So these uh, crackheads are trying to crack down on uh, the people coming after them for their illegal drug use in public. Anti-drug user culture and laws equals white supremacy, another sign reads. Oh, my God. Noting that black people die from overdoses at several times the rate of white people in San Francisco. The campaign was created by Nova Schultz, who's referred to as they, so therefore they're using fucking their pronouns, which means we should not take anything they say seriously. They said this in an interview that, uh, that our lives are inherently criminalized. It's legal to be in the U.S., People who use drugs are not morally corrupt. So, yeah, these people are just really fucking lowering the bar yeah. there in San Francisco by saying, hey, drug users are being misunderstood. And <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You guys are fucking shooting poison in your arms in the fucking streets at 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's not a conducive lifestyle here. Something you're doing is wrong and needs to be stopped. But they're not doing it there. They're, they're not stopping this shit. The only time they even clean up the streets is when they got foreign dignitaries coming to San Francisco. Then they'll fucking clean up the streets and tell them to move somewhere else and then come right back when, when, the, when the cameras are off. This is what they want, man. This is what they fucking want. <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's sad. Like, we don't really see too many homeless people down here. We see a couple. And uh, there's this one place that we drive past whenever we go to the grocery store. There's like a tent out there. I couldn't imagine driving past an entire street or two down there. Just full of tents and people, children, I I wouldn't dogs. Wouldn't drive over there. But that's everywhere down there now. I mean, they have entire like towns fucking devoted to this shit. There's homeless people just doing whatever. They're drugs, needles. I mean, you're driving your car down the road. You could pop a tire on fucking syringes. You know, you don't even want to drive down there for that reason alone. This is sad, and it's spreading, and this is all because of COVID and the stupid government's decisions. I mean, you fucking force people out. These people that were on the streets, I guarantee you, like, where were you in 2018? 
I guarantee you a lot of them were in nice houses. They probably had, they probably had a career. They were probably doing something with themselves, you know? Yeah. A lot of them were probably recovering drug addicts that were doing well with themselves. And they sent them right back down that fucking dark pit. <clears throat> it wasn't a good thing, man. They fucked with a lot of lives. And they're just continuing to do it by saying this is the way to live and that they need rights. Get the f- No, they don't need rights. They need help. All right. Well, I have one more. And this is an update to a story I, I brought, I think, last week. Yep. All right. Days after allegedly beating her boyfriend with a Christmas tree... A Florida woman hit the same victim in the face with a glass vase on New Year's Day. So the bitch needs to stop drinking on the holidays, basically yeah. what it is. Or this guy needs to stop going back. Right? He's already been beaten on Christmas Eve with the damn Christmas tree. Oh, it's that one. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to remember who it was for a second. Then you mentioned the Christmas tree again. So Mir- Miracle Rivera, who is 20, was arrested and charged with battering the victim inside the Largo residence the couple shares. The January 1st attack, cops say, occurred during an argument between Rivera and her 24-year-old boyfriend. The glass flower vase uh, strike left the man with visible injuries to his face, according to a criminal complaint. Rivera was charged with aggravated battery uh, with a deadly weapon, which is a felony, for the 6.45 a.m. vase incident. So these people don't sleep. No. 6.45 in the morning, she's already, like, beating this guy's ass with the vase. Hell no, man. It's too <laughs> early for that shit. Like, can, like, can you wait to beat my ass until 9 o'clock at least? God. She was also hit with a misdemeanor domestic battery count for allegedly scratching the victim on the face and abdomen earlier that morning. Rivera is locked up in the county jail without bond and is scheduled for a court appearance. Following her December 24th bust with the tree attack, Rivera was free from jail on Christmas Day. As part of her release terms, Rivera was ordered by the judge to have no illegal contact with the victim, who she lives with. Rivera was charged with domestic battery for the 3.40 a.m. tree battery, which reportedly left her uh, boyfriend with numerous minor scratches over much of his upper body and arms. Mm. As part of the jail intake process, corrections officers inventoried Rivera's collection of tattoos, one of which reads, Think Positive. (laughs) So... Keep all objects away from this bitch during the holidays. She's <laughs> violent, man. Who's got some issues? <laughs> what the fuck? Christmas Eve and, and New Year's. I like her, man. Maybe we get along. this fucking guy is like, yeah, I'll stay here. Whatever. Mm. What's next? It's going to be Valentine's Day. So she can mm. hit him with chocolates and flowers, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I was at the store <laughs> this morning. I was picking up a couple of things. And the store had nothing but Valentine's Day shit out. Yep. And yeah. guess what else they had out? Easter. Really? Easter? Yep. Oh, God. All right. Well, we are really fucking jumping the gun with this hot. It's going to be a 24. It's at once, like all the time. Yeah, now. it'll be 24-7. All the time. Just just all the time. Let's just have a Christmas aisle in fucking, you know, February. Seriously. Yeah. Why not? I mean, you already got... Is the Halloween store open year-round or is that a seasonal one? Oh, I don't know. I would think it would... Spirit? Yeah. I would think they would be... You would think it would just be seasonal, like the final yeah, couple months, like, like September, October, November. And maybe just November. do online during yeah. the rest of the year. I, I don't know. Or like maybe August to November you would think would be a good time for them because November you could sell all the shit at clearance. Yeah. And then close down until the next year, you know? Like stay around a little bit longer just to clear out all the crap, the warehouse, the inventory, and then just be, come back. 
But they, know, they fucking turned over huge stores here. It's like gigantic stores. I don't know if they're just leasing them out, but our mall down here has a huge one. Mm-hmm. It's own private entrance to get to the bit. So you would think, who knows? What kind of business? I don't know. But I know this is your favorite time of the show. And I can't figure out why this next segment's your favorite one. It's just it's just been blowing my mind. Because it means I can go back to the TV. You can go right back to the TV. <laughs> Watch nothing. Dude. So you know I love me some Binoid, right? Yeah. I fucking love them to death. They are our, our favorite sponsor. We love them more than anything. They, they, you know, we just have a great relationship with them. But they made a big mistake. And they sent me the wrong pill batch. And it's the same pill batch that, like, like there's some that make me, like, really happy and like, crack me up. And I just want to, like, have a good time and laugh. And there's others that just make me feel, like, fucking retarded. Like, I feel like a Democrat right now. And this is the one that I'm on right now. It just fucking puts me down. And I'm just like in outer space. And I just want to think about the weirdest shit. And the other night, I was sitting there thinking about aliens and all sorts of crazy crap. And man, this one just opens up your mind. That's what I love about Binoid is there's a different strain for every single thing that you want. I mean, you go on the website and you say, hey, I want to sleep better. There's something for that. I have a bad appetite. There's something for that. I have aches and pains. There's something for that. If you want to get to where I'm at right now, there's something for that. I prefer a different kind of high if you like this kind, you know, that kind, whatever. There's something for you. Go to binoid.com and use your code NERD to save 10% on any order. And I like the wax, the dabs, the doodads. I like it all, man. And there's something on you on that website there, no matter what you like. So you can get your smokes, you can get your gummies, the edibles, and all sorts of good stuff. Rice Krispie treats, chocolates. There's even mushroom uh, bars on there now. And I can't wait to try that one. And I know when I try that one, you're going to get a hotel room somewhere else and just want to stay. You're going to get a hotel room somewhere else and do it. I, you are going to leave this house when I'm on that one Mm-mm. because who knows? I heard some crazy things about it, but I'm excited. I love their products. So go to buyanoid.com and check it out. Are you ready for this next segment here, the asshole story? This person wants to know, am I the asshole for banning my wife from naming her baby after her dead best friend? Ugh. Oh, boy. I don't like the wording in that. So that's basically I'm saying... I'm banning her. Like, that's yeah. just like, no, it should be a discussion and, like, hear her out. It, it's her best friend. That's like your best friend from high school. Like, is it a terrible name? Like... I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, if... This guy probably has, like, a relative he wants to name it after, like his mom or grandmother or somebody. And she's like, no, my dead best friend, you well, know, there's no family tie there. doesn't give him the right to just, yeah. just shoot her down and it's going to be his way. Like, absolutely not. Yeah, but she also Who's gonna be can't claim the name either. Yeah, but she can't claim it either. She can't claim no, it she can't. reserve it for her. They have to, they should be able to talk about it. Yeah. All right, so long story short, I'm 28 and so is my wife. Uh, she's estranged from her family and has been since she was a teenager. She met Eva in, in school, and they were inseparable since Eva let my wife stay over a lot, as well as provided a constant source of support throughout her life. I met my wife in university. Unfortunately, Eva died suddenly a year into our relationship. I'd met her a few times, and she was very lovely, actually. My wife was understandably devastated due to the close relationship and bond they had. Two years ago, we married, and she took my last name. Our baby girl is due in the spring, and understandably, my wife wants to honor Eva in her name. This is something that she has said throughout the relationship. I was happy with the idea of honoring her, and we have discussed baby names throughout the relationship and pregnancy. The leading name we were tossing about was a name that had significant memories to them. Yesterday she came up to me and said that she had a dream about Eva asking her to remember her by her name, 
and to memorialize her. Our baby must be called Eva. This is what her friend told her in the dream, apparently. I said, absolutely no way. <laughs> she said, why not? And I reminded her of the historical figure, Eva Braun, wife of probably one of the history's most evil figures, and reassured her that we will tell our kids about Aunt Eva and that she'll always be remembered. This sounds okay, like a foreigner. Okay, this dude is, yeah, well, they're yeah. either Australian or British because of yeah. the wording. But, yeah, no. No, because of someone from the past, you're gonna you can't name your baby that. I don't who, know, man. Eva Brown, who the hell is that? If you really want to deep dive into the history of a name, then you can't name anybody anything because everyone's done something horrible with with, with the name. I'm sure you know. But Eva, there's, there's no name that's completely clean. This is stupid. This is the stupidest yeah. reason. He's an idiot. I don't like this guy at all. <laughs> like this is just ridiculous. Eva Brent. Who the hell is that? Never even heard of that person. Yeah. So he says, though, because of that. But my wife's refusing, saying it has to be her name because of her friend. She says, few will make the link to the historical character, and she won't be bullied at school because of it. You're like, what kids are going to be like? Well, listen, Eva, It must be a local person. Yeah. It's got to be, because I don't know who the hell that is. I don't know. She says she had fell out of place with the name, and a family member has had a baby recently with a similar name. Thank Brooke to Brooklyn. I suggested things to do with Eva, such as her birthstone or having her, or being honored through her middle name, or even names that had Eva, Eve in it, anything but Eva itself. She started crying and said that she won't name the baby anything else, and it's the ultimate way Eva can live on. I said it's a shitty situation, and if we had literally any other surname, we would, but I literally can't think of anything else. Not only am I extremely morally opposed, I work in a field where if there was wind that I named my child Eva Brown, my work would be at risk. Okay, so their last name was Brown. Yeah. So this kid would legit have that whatever they... Yeah. God. Mm, she's saying I'm making excuses and not supporting her as she's putting in a lot of effort to having his baby. This resulted in a fight and now I am on the couch for the second night now. Oh, you poor baby. I mean, like, what would happen if, like, your last name was Jackson and, like, your great-great-grandfather's name was Michael? And you wanted to name your kid after him, but you didn't want him getting called pedophile or child toucher his whole life. Yeah, I don't know. But you want to honor, I mean, this is a like kind Michael of a the similar, Third or something like that. You, kind of a yeah. similar situation. Yeah. yeah or what if your know. last name was Simpson? Homer? And like your Sorry. dad's name was like Orenthal. Oh, God. <laughs> <And> he, <laughs> Orenthal James, you don't want to name him O.J. Simpson. Okay. Yeah, I, I, don't I don't know, man. This is just, I think this... I think this dude is thinking way too much into it. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think she's being a little ridiculous, too. Like, I think they're both being stupid. Yes. Very argumentative. Can't you just sit down and just just have a conversation about it? Oh, man. Because it said in the beginning, they were he was okay with it in the beginning. Yeah, he was fine with it, and then he thought about it. They were both throwing out names from family members and all sorts of stuff, and then all of a sudden, like, he put his foot down when she decided that that's what they should go with. Mm-hmm. So why don't you bring it up all, all those other times? It just seems really weird. Yeah, he's backtracking here. So some of our friends are saying I'm being dramatic, but my sister is telling me that if she continues to register the baby without her, so so yeah, if, so if, if this continues up, he's just gonna they're just gonna do it without him. <laughs> to be honest, I'm leaning that way. If she continues not to compromise, I'm really not sure what to do. I think he's being a fucking moron. Oh no, the sister's telling him to register the baby without the mom. <clears throat> yeah. That's oh boy. So this oh shit. Yeah, I don't know. That's dirty. I, I couldn't do that. No. I couldn't do that, man. We'd have to compromise on a name. This is, this is, uh, 
God, and it's the first baby. What a nightmare. This is such a nightmare. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I don't even know what to say. This is terrible. Ultimately, you have to have a name that both are happy with. Obviously, they can't both be happy with this one. Right, so they and neither one of them are wanting to budge with anything. Yeah. We're yeah. just making it so weird. Just make your middle name, Eva. What's the big deal there? We compromise with, with, with the kid's name. Or add something to Eva. Like, yeah. and then call her Eva short. Like, like, some, like add yeah. it, make the Eva longer. We compromise. It was so easy. I think we came up with it in, like, five minutes. We were like, all right, here. Here, like, you, you take this one, you can, you can take the middle name for this one, and then the yeah. next time we'll flip it, and I'll put the middle name on this one, you do this. Yeah. It was easy. No issues. These people are just fucking dumb. Everybody wants things their way. No compromise. I think that's the problem nowadays. They're younger, 28 years old, so of course they're bitches. That's how they are yeah, nowadays. Just, and she needs to be more open to compromising. Yeah. It can't be just like, it's going to be Eva and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Because he did suggest, like, I, I told her we could do it as the middle name or whatever. Like, he did suggest that. Genevieve. Like, there's, there's so many things yeah. they could be doing. Like, Jenny I, I would be a good compromise because then you can call her Evie, you can call her Jen, Jenny. Yeah. There's a lot of different things you can call her. I don't know. I, I think they're both being idiots. Yeah. Well, what about Eve? Didn't Eva have a middle name you can use, maybe? Maybe Eva has a pretty middle name. Look at the whole dead friend's name and maybe yeah. you can take something from it, you know? Hmm. I don't know. I think this guy's an asshole because there's no compromise. They're I do, both I do too. I think they're both assholes because yeah. neither one of them is willing to even work with the other. And, like, how, how are you going to work yeah. in a marriage? Yeah, your marriage That's ain't going to work. If you can't get any kind of compromise done, it ain't going to work, man. That's the key to anything. I mean, marriage, life, anything. Compromise. That's the key. We're all in this it's world together. It's just weird to me because he said, like, the whole time, like, not just the pregnancy, but even, like, beforehand, they were talking about kids' names and stuff before she was pregnant. And then they continued on. Well, during the pregnancy. So Eva has always been there. Yep. And he didn't just have a problem with it until now? All of a sudden. Your name, your last name didn't change? No. Like, I just think he put two and two weird. together. I, this, is, this is why I'm calling him and that. They're both assholes, yeah. but he's for short. Like, because it's like, what is the problem? Fucking foreigners. That's what they get. <sighs> yeah, I don't like it. What do you got planned for the next couple of days? I don't know. I'm hoping to find another show like that one that I just watched, because that was, that was really freaking good. Mm. Um, that was on Netflix. What the hell is it? What the hell was the name? I have no idea. I can't remember the name. You, you watched it, not me. You're asking me for help. But you Fool me show. once on go. Netflix. Okay, I got to find another show like that. I like the the ones where you're trying to guess and see what the fuck actually I'm happened. Just gonna pick up you my don't scraps. Find out until the end. I'm gonna pick up my scraps on One Tree Hill, and uh, probably that's about it I'm for you, right? That, yeah. I'm pick up my scraps. I'll probably be watching that. I'm gonna watch 1923. I'm gonna finish up 1883. I only got about a half hour left of that one. Finish that up, and then see how that ends. And hop right on into that one, and who knows, man? I just, I just can't wait for this week to be over with. I mean, this is going to be a, a month. I can't wait to see what the ending brings because I'm waiting for something to happen this month. We'll see what happens here, and uh, I'm just waiting for the weather as well to get nicer. You know? Yeah, I'm ready for spring. I am ready, man. I, this is just too much for me, and it's been a hell of a freaking year. 2023 was one of the best years of my life, man. Seriously, we, we, we had a really good year. Last year, everything turned out exactly the way we wanted to and hoped to, and couldn't have been any better. So, hopefully, twenty twenty four. Minus is even all better. the things that went wrong, like the dryer yeah. in the fridge and the. But we came <laughs> out. But we came out much better than ever, man. So it was a so great can year. Twenty twenty four, please. Like all the appliances and shit work. Yeah. Can we just if we maintain, 
if we maintain or do a little bit better, even a little bit worse than last year, as long as nothing breaks, I consider it a success. Uh, so far, so good in my resolutions. It's only a weekend, but I'm doing pretty good there. So I'm going to continue that and watch these shows. Tell them where you can find us. You can find us at Voice of Misery on all platforms and Voice of Misery Podcast at gmail.com.